0: You are listening to an SAFM podcast, 104 to 107 nationwide. Stream us live on www.safm.co.za or via the SABC Plus app. SABC News, independent and impartial. There's many ways in which share rights are being restricted, but one of the important ways they're doing it is at the moment, if you suffer a loss of income because of your because of your accident, whether you're unemployed or you have reduced employment capacity, that is calculated and a capital payment is made to you. Um, that is going to be changed. Capital payments will no longer be made if the law is passed and you'll receive what is said in the, the legislation to be an annuity payment. So whether it's a monthly payment or an annual payment, we don't know, but you will receive partial payments. So your your capital payment will be capitalized over a number of years and you'll receive little bits of it. So you don't have the money to use it to start a new business, to do whatever you might want to do with that. And importantly, if you die, you'll, you'll lose the Balance. Um, so your your heirs don't benefit, you know. So the families we all know, people support families. The, the that loss of income doesn't go then in knock on into the the family members of people who benefit. That's a, that's a huge worry. And what's also a problem is the road accident fund is notorious for its lack of administration. It can't manage undertakings at the moment to pay um, to pay future medical expenses. How on earth is it going to manage annuity payments where they've got to keep track of something for the next 20 or 30 years for each individual payment the administrative burden is enormous and it reduces in my view people's ability to function as adults they suffered a a, a single a single devastating event in their life, and they should receive a single event of payment for that loss.
1: And one then would ask the question, when it comes to to, to how they begin to work out this particular amount that maybe you might be paid um, through, uh, you know, uh, annuity or however way, how how have they described how that is going to be worked out and put...
0: No, they have not. They've just they'll, they'll probably capitalise it over a certain period of years. But how that is done, my suspicion is it'll be loaded towards the end of a person's life as they get older. And obviously that benefits um, the fiscus because they become increasingly un, less likely to reach that older age and um, less likely to be an ongoing expense. Because mm-hmm. as I say, they're likely to lose it when they, when you know, when if, if they predecease the end of the 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 period, but you know there's 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 many other aspects that are genius in, or in, or in what they're trying to do. Uh, if you, can, I can take you through them very very quickly if yeah, sure, you want. Yeah, Sure. Um, for example your claim for pain and suffering so called general damages at the moment the important claim um, that is gone in its entirety so you could be sitting in a wheelchair suffering and you've got bed sores essentially they'll pay for a bandage on your bed sores but they won't pay for your compensate you for the suffering that you that that you that you have that you're going through every single day of your life which is something in in the case of serious injuries you currently get they've restricted in or they want to restrict to they've redefined what a public road is and you're only, they're only liable for a public road. So if you hit by a car in a shopping centre or in a, uh, a townhouse complex or on a farm or any private area, they're not liable. They also have decided they don't want to be liable if you're struck by an unidentified car. So you could be a pedestrian walking down the road, an unidentified car knocks you, cripples you, destroys you, and they will pay you Nothing, not a cent. Um, if you are, if you have to, alcohol over the limit of, of, of the national allowance for a driver, they're not paying. But that applies to pedestrians too. So you could go out, you could have a beer or two with your friends, you could do the responsible thing, you could take a, decide I want to take an Uber home because I don't want to drive. You could be standing on the pavement waiting for your Uber and someone, driver, mounts the payment, hits you, destroys your life, you're crippled, you're paraplegic, whatever, they're not going to be liable because you had two or three beers, although you're not to blame for the accident. And mm. it it, it, go, it goes on and on and on. The consequences of of, of, of this law is 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 devastating for South Africans.
1: Now, one of the things that um, it boggles the mind, what you've just said right now, I mean, I'm thinking about the fact that there's people are always encouraged to say if you've had uh, a drink over the limit, take a ride home and don't necessarily drive yourself. So if you do that and then you're not able to benefit if someone else caused the accident, it it, it just boggles the mind. But I wonder then... (laughs) you know what yeah. what then becomes you know the, the the rationale because in some of the instances what they've had to say um in the past is that they're trying to strengthen the legislation because there's been aspects of fraud particularly in from you know in some of the cases from legal representatives who would then collude with some of the government staffers and they then uh you know rubbing the system and also not paying some of the beneficiaries the said amounts that they are supposed to be paying and and and, and they then said that they were going to look at a strengthening of the laws to try and curb that
0: that that does happen unfortunately we can we're not hiding it but it happens in a tiny minority of cases there are hundreds of thousands of claims that go through our courts every day and the vast majority of them are 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 legitimate we hear about the, the 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 few bad apples um Those people, those bad apples must be sought out, they must be found, and they must be prosecuted, Mm -hmm. and they must go to jail um but that, that doesn't say that the system is bad and I could also make the comment that under the new system there's no there, there, there's no guarantee that there won't be fraud and abuses any huge system with lots of money you're going to have um you're going to have examples like that but it doesn't mean that the system itself is rotten
1: so when when is the deadline for submitting objections?
0: The deadline for submitting objections is the eighth of October, which is a Sunday. So effectively it's a Friday, the sixth of, of October. And if if, if I could perhaps assist your listeners, the easiest way at the moment to to lodge an objection is to go to a website called Dear Find the RAF page. Dear South Africa is completely neutral. They have a summary of the effects of potential effects of this legislation and you can log on and you can say you support it for these reasons or you you'd object to it for whatever your reasons are and they will send your objection to the department of transport that's that would be the easiest way for people to do it tslafrica.co.za find the RAF page and make up your own mind and right. don't let us prescribe to you make up your own mind
1: Definitely. Thank you so much, Advocate Justin Erasmus. Do appreciate your time. That uh, that is uh, Advocate Justice Eras- Justin Erasmus, uh, Chairperson of the Personal Injury Plaintiff Lawyers Association.
0: You can find SAFM current affairs on 104 to 107 nationwide.